Welcome to another edition of the What the Falk Show with me, Connor Falk. It's the podcast about sports, entertainment, and today, today we're going to talk about music. That song that you just recently listened to was by Laura Stinser. She's my guest today. Vortex of Glory. It was awesome, right? It was intense. It was spiritual. It was just out there. It was great. It's something I want to see on a movie coming up. So I think it's definitely a song that you're going to like, and more importantly, an artist that you're going to enjoy in Laura Stinser. Laura, thank you for being here today. How you doing? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Sorry. You and I uh, actually met working on a television set, so we won't go too far from that. Most of the guests that I've had, I usually meet working in TV, but uh, I just started finding out about your music and your artistry and what you do and uh, very popular over 40,000, I think it's 50,000 followers on Twitter, be it in Cuba, Miami or Los Angeles. You're a household name when it comes to your music. So I'm really, I'm really appreciative that you're able to come on the show. First question, you come from Cuba, you play the flute, um, kind of get this started. How did that start? Why of all instruments was it the flute? Who kind of pushed you to kind of jump into the music scene? Uh, well, that's something that I discovered when I was uh, 10 years old. Um, I, I, I wanted to study to be a singer, and then I, uh, first I was an actress, and, and I, to, I wanted to go to the, the music school in Cuba, and in order to get in, you had to choose an instrument, and I chose the flute, and after that, I fell in love with it, and I, I just can't live without it. I just, I practice it all the time. Absolutely. So of all the instruments, you pick up the flute, and, and I guess it's just, uh, it kind of became part of you, right? Something that you were just really oh, comfortable yes, doing. Right. And, uh, you know, so from there, I know you studied under a very famous teacher. I don't want to I don't want to mispronounce his name. So what was the name of the teacher in Cuba? I know he's one of the most, like, the foremost teachers of music in Cuba. Alberto uh, Morales. Oh. Um, he actually, he, he, he was the only to study in France, and his technique is amazing. He's a maestro, and it's really, it's really, yeah, every tour sign of food. And I had the honor to, to, to be his protege all this year, and, and he, he taught me everything pretty much I know about it. And are you still? Do you still keep in touch? Does he still kind of leave notes and things for your music? And today, is he still kind of part of that part of oh, that yes, career? Yes, we are in touch all the time. He's, he's part. Of, he's like my family, really. So we we keep in touch all the time. Okay, yeah. okay. And so when did? At what age was it? Eleven when you came to, to came to the states? Yeah. It yeah. was it was eleven. No, so the states? No, I came I came after I finished my career. Um, I finished my career in Cuba. And um, and I was able to to get out right after that, but um, but I left for for political reasons. So from sacrifice of love, you did your debut CD. That was in Cuba, correct, or was that here in the state? Well, that was obviously international. But were you in Cuba at the time, or were you here in uh, in America? Oh, no, no, no. I, I came I came uh, from Cuba years ago. Um, my father he knew that I didn't want to be playing in an orchestra all my life. He, he knew that I wanted to do something that I could express. You know who I am musically and as a person. So it's obviously got to be a treat to be able to work and collaborate on something with your father and your family in general. Is that something that's kind of made it easier for you to continue this career? Is kind of having them, including your teacher back in Cuba, kind of part of your life and career? Well, yes, of course we keep in touch, but now, um, now I work with my father all the time, and um, I'm back together. Um, as a production company, but he's the creator of, of all my music. He put up. And is that is that Laura What is what is the company that we can uh, that maybe some of the listeners can find and find some more of your music? Well, my website is. You can find everything about my music on yeah. Laura Stinser.com, and is it Laura Stinser on Instagram and and Twitter and all those different uh, sites? Everywhere, yeah. 
Every so, okay. um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are the ones. There, the listeners can find whoever's listening can find all your all her up to date music, any kind of chat, anything she's doing on YouTube, any kind of tour dates or anything like that, or if she's going to be playing somewhere, uh, stuff to keep up and date. If you're a fan, uh, you got to check this stuff out. Classical, an instrumental type action feel is really what I got from the you know the 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 um the intro song Vortex of Glory, something I, I really think could be played like on a commercial or a film or something. So something I really enjoy, and I'm kind of I so I'm kind of your audience. I would just say I've always kind of enjoyed that kind of music kind of that music that without for me i kind of like not having vocals at times because then i can kind of create the story within my own mind you know use the language in a figure in a figurative way to kind of pave my own path and and since we're kind of movie fans already it's something i'm kind of used to you know so i kind of want to build that up in my mind using the imagination so anyone that likes those things i think would really enjoy your music you know next question i would ask you know what has been the difference between you know you've played music in cuba you've played in the states have you found a difference in with the tastes you know with the with the different audiences is a little bit different like say you know you're playing and say you play a concert here in America, you know, at, at a venue, and then you played in Cuba. How different do you have you found the foreign audience to be? You know, U.S. versus what you grew up with. Yeah, I have to, I have a great experience with everybody pretty much. Uh, I don't have a lot of only people just follow me for you from America, but from Europe, Asia, everywhere pretty much. And um, and I'm very blessed uh, to have them with me, and and it really makes a difference when when they write and comments and about it and, and yes it's totally um i totally understand your point about instrumental music you can create your own story in your mind and and that's what it's about i mean i always think a lot of different things in my mind when i'm playing so so yeah people capture capture that too as well what do you look to? You know, what did you what did you listen to when you were younger and you listen to now? If you're not going to listen to Laura Stenser, uh, what kind of music do you like? Well, um, I like a lot of classical music. I'm a huge fan of classical music and jazz in general. Um, but I love uh, soundtrack music for for movies, and, and yeah, that's what I'm focusing on, trying to 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 get that you know reflected in my in, in what I'm doing as well. Well, speaking of movies, what's your uh, what's your favorite movie soundtrack? Because I have a lot of my iTunes. I'm sure you do as well. So, what, oh, what's your go-to? I have so many. I have, I have so many that I could not tell you. Like, but one of my favorites is Braveheart. I mean, Braveheart, Braveheart really. The freedom sing he, he has, and they have the battle, the battle at Raiding Kirk or something like that. There's uh, there's two really oh, good totally, yeah. soundtracks from that. Yeah, um, what else is really good? Amazing. Have you ever heard? Uh, do you know Thomas Newman, the composer, the film composer? Yeah. Yeah, he did like Meet Joe Black and uh, American Beauty and a lot of different movies. And uh, yeah. he's he's probably one of the ones I have. I have a lot of him on my uh, on my iTunes. Hans Zimmer too, you know, because from all the '80s, '90s um, action films and yeah. things like that. What has it been like, you know? But getting venues, you know, being able to marketing, working on the website, you know, following, being able to uh, follow fans correctly and be social media savvy as you are, you know, as you said, you have fans internationally in America as well, everywhere. So you kind of have to be up to it of, of really keeping in touch with these people in this age, the digital age. So can you kind of talk about how that's been, you know, the up and downs of, of that whole, you know, music in 2015? Well, actually, I don't, I don't, Create my music just to um to to market it like like um uh, solid record labels do like they just think about budget and how much uh, they're gonna get from it. I do it to push to push people live because I mean as an independent artist you, you can never talk about you know because we basically don't sell pretty much anything. But um but it's like about pushing people live about saying something with the music and seeing the response and and. Stay in touch with them all the time. I, I stay in touch with my fans all the time. And I don't consider them my fans. I consider them my friends because you create certain 
bonds, um, the relationship actually that that you know what is going on in their life sometimes because they write you all the time, um, and and I'm so thankful for that. I mean that's that's actually what makes sense uh, of all of this to do this project that I'm doing and to to be in people's lives. And I remember once that. Um, the boy wrote me that he had a fight with his mom and he heard my music and he was so inspired that, that he had to talk to her and, and reconcile with her. Well, I can certainly understand that where, you know, a lot of us in life, kind of what I think human beings are kind of looking for is, is to matter, you know, and is to, uh, to kind of have a tangible effect on the earth, you know, in a positive way, you would hope in people's lives. So you get to do that with your music. You say you have people who can reconcile in different situations and, you know, can kind of sit, oh, yeah. sit down, listen to music yeah. and kind of gather some peace of mind and maybe a situation that they're trying to think about right now. So I think that's really valuable. And I think, you know, obviously I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, um, you you know, this show can kind of, uh, you know, affect people and to that extent. And I, I obviously want positive things for everyone, but I would say in terms of like filling time with hopefully something positive, you know, and witty and, and informational, that's also kind of the reason why I started doing this and I think it's uh it's very nice to be part of people's lives and also to uh you know because you already like classical music so you would be listening to Laura Stintzer already you know and I would too because I like classical music and as far as like a sports movie podcast and music I would already be listening to that as well you know be it in my car or playing a video game or working out or something so just kind of trying it seems like both of us are just doing things that we know that we like you know and, and when someone loves something that they're doing it's really easy for people to kind of pick up on it and uh and see that and I think people relate with that would you agree Yes, totally agree. Okay, you're listening to the What the Falk Show with me, Connor Falk, uh, sports, entertainment, food, music podcast, Laura Stintzer, a, uh, a classical, uh, just a musician in general, a very popular, internationally popular musician. You can find her soundtrack, Sacrifice of Love, online on iTunes, on laurastintzer.com. Her new song, Vortex of Glory, just came out. Great song, very cinematic. It was actually the beginning of this episode, so check that out. Uh, Laura Stintzer... You know, let's get into, you know, kind of what the, what the Falk Show. You know, I'm a 90s kid, American 90s kid. I like sports. I like movies. What's your favorite sport? Do you have a favorite sport? Well, um, I'm not a huge sport fan, but I like baseball. Um, I, I used to follow baseball, like, a little. Not, not too much because I don't have much time for it. But I like baseball a lot. Um, I used to like the, the Yankees before, but I'm I'm off here, so I'm probably checking to the Dodgers. <laughs> okay, okay, I like that. Dodgers just won the NLCS uh, or the uh, our, our divisional championship, so that's pretty good for us. So, uh, okay, you're a Dodger <laughs> yeah. fan. A uh, movie. You said uh, you really like the Braveheart soundtrack. Um, that was James Newton. Yeah. Who was that? Wasn't that uh the guy who did the Braveheart soundtrack? Yeah, he also did. Um, Lord of the Rings, and then he also did Titanic. James Horn, I believe, something Horn, Alan Horn. Yeah. I think one of those names, but yeah, really good composer. So why don't you give me some of your favorite movies? I don't know if Braveheart's up there. What are some of your favorite films? Yeah, Braveheart is up there. And also The Godfather. I like Godfather a lot. And uh, The Passion of Christ. And um, uh, I don't remember. Now I have some that I will have to which write you, about. Which is your favorite Godfather? My favorite is the first one and the second one, actually. So for, in order, basically, is your order of The Godfathers of what you like? You like Godfather 1, then 2, then 3? Yeah, I think it was like that. One yeah, me as well. Some people say that they like second better, but I don't know. I think there's something magical in, in both, actually. Yeah, there is. They're both, um, it's, you kind of win either way because first one you're getting, you know, um, uh, you're getting Pacino, Diane Keaton, you know, James Caan, yeah. someone you get Marlon Brando, uh -huh. and then the next one you get the same people, but then you get Robert De Niro. 
So it's two really different yeah. kind of tastes, you know. I just really like Brando in the first one. It's kind of nice seeing a soft side of Brando. Yeah. You didn't really see a soft character from Marlon Brando a lot. Like a guy who's pleased, who's he's like I wouldn't say soft like in a demeaning way, but like you can tell that he was he loved his family and was kind of playing the nice point of view of a scary character and a mobster. So I think oh, it was kind yeah. of, it was kind of cool to see that. And then you watch Michael Corleone, you watch him become the monster, which I think is you know <laughs> was kind of supposed to be that story arc. Well, uh, thank you, Laura Stinson, for being on the show. Uh, you can find her at laurastinson.com, Laura Stinson on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, really any social media you can. Check out her new single, Vortex uh, Vortex of Glory, now online, iTunes, and also on her site. This is the What the Falk Show with me, Connor Falk. Uh, Laura Stinson, thank you for uh, coming on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. And also, I wanted to say that my new single is coming out, so I'm working on my new single for She's Spider Dog. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, that's the project that we have now. Awesome, looking uh, forward to it. It's going to be posted on my Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so everybody check out her new single coming out. Another one, music's going to be popping out, coming out, and that's going to be Facebook, Twitter, laurasinster.com. You can find everything on there and iTunes as well. And uh, thanks again, Laura. No, thanks for your Carter. So that was laurastinster.com. Uh, overall, just really talented musician, a really nice individual. Talking about her time from coming over to Cuba to the States and, uh, you know, really be able to sell her brand and become a very popular internationally and in America, playing the flute. I think it's, if you, if you like the kind of classical music behind, you know, television shows, movies, kind of those scores and themes, that kind of music, I think you really enjoy her. And uh, check out this episode on SoundCloud, on iTunes, Facebook, um, at my WTF show on Twitter, my WTF show on SoundCloud, my WTF show on Facebook. Basically, to separate my show from the Mark Marin podcast, which it's it's what the fuck, it's not what the you know beep word, what the fuck. I'm just doing my what the a WTF show, you know, and all those different sites. So if you're trying to look for me, you could do it there. That was Laura Stinser, uh, my first music guest on the show. So I was happy to have her on the show. Next week we're gonna get back to fantasy football, and uh, tomorrow too as well. I'm gonna have Pete Camarillo from Silver and Blog. It's a it's a really popular Twitter, Facebook page, website. The guy knows his stuff. He's a Raider fan that I respect. And we're gonna talk some Raider football. We're gonna talk some fantasy football, and in general, we're gonna talk the America that we all love. This is Connor Falk, and thanks for listening.